lost. After spending almost four years in a five-year mission on the Chinese moon base, astronaut Emerson Butler is anxious to go back home, especially given the dilemma he finds himself in. It has been two days since Earth has been silent. He hasn't been able to communicate with Control Center. Now procedure dictates that he returns to Earth immediately. Following packing protocols, he shuts down all life support systems, seals all hatches and doors, and shuts down all stations functions. Astronaut Emerson now boards his M2E shuttle, runs through the takeoff checklist, and is finally on his way home. But as he gets closer to Earth, he notices the TMP navigation autopilot is unable to coordinate re-entry. It's actually not receiving any positioning data from the control center. Astronaut Emerson will have to pilot and land the shuttle himself. But as he gets closer to the planet, right away he notices Earth is not where it's supposed to be. And even the atmospheric greetings are way off. Although strange, he assumes it to be part of the same problem with the control center. But as he gets closer to the surface, he knows he's in trouble because he can't seem to find any visible landmarks. The land is there, but the cities, the towns, highways, buildings, and bridges are not. As he approaches land, he searches for human habitation, thinking just maybe he has gotten lost without the autopilot. It wouldn't be the first time. He flies over the Gulf and can make out Florida, Cuba, and even the peninsula. And that's where he notices landmarks. All ruins. Strangely enough, they're not covered by overgrown trees or jungle. They seem to be alive. People surround the ruins and actually, they're not ruins, but rather new structures. There is an entire city spread of buildings and forts, roads and houses. How is this possible? Smoke rises above the sky and there seems to be a lot of movement of peoples and goods. Astronaut Emerson decides that this is as good a place as any, so he finds a clearing and lands. Suddenly, as he comes out of the shuttle, people surround him and prostrate themselves around him. The priests and nobles are called and rush to meet him. They can see that he, although strange, is only a man. But the people make him out to be more, so as to not contradict them, but rather to use this to their advantage. They welcome the stranger among them. He is taken to the temples and the markets and is given a hastily planned welcome celebration. People come bringing gifts, mostly corn and jade pieces. He then is taken to the noble house where he is bathed and fed. As they try to ask him questions, he can only nod in confusion as he is unable to understand what they're saying. It is clear to him that the priests are not as impressed by him as the people. It almost seems it isn't the first time they have seen a man like Astronaut Emerson before. They point at his suit and ask questions, but Astronaut Emerson has no way to understand what they're asking. Later that night, he is taken back to his shuttle. Signs are made and expressions in their face indicate to him that his stay is no longer welcome. So he gets into his shuttle and he readies to leave. Astronaut Emerson runs the star search and finds that his system dates do not correspond to the current star alignments. The star alignment shows that, in fact, he is in the past.
648 CE to be exact. Somehow, beyond his comprehension, he has traveled back in time. He has just walked a day in the Mayan Empire and survived. Now astronaut Emerson leaves the peninsula behind, heads north to the east coast, hoping in some way his precarious situation can change, but there's nothing. No cities, no monuments, no cars. And as he approaches the northern part of the country, not even New York or D.C. exists yet. He is, in fact, in the past. There's no proof of the future. His unfavorable situation finally hits him like a ton of bricks. Not able to think clearly, he decides to go back to the base, hoping he can do more there, or at least wait to see if this glitch in time changes. Astronaut Emerson returns to his life in the moon, where he waits for a future that will only come long after he dies, and a future he never gets to see again. But the people he visited remember him as the god who came down for a day and walked among them. Pakal's rule has in the people's eyes the blessing of the gods. Pakal, however, ensures no one in his kingdom ever mentions the god that came down to earth. But that day, it's forever recorded in Pakal's sarcophagus. In it, an engraved representation of astronaut Emerson in his shuttle as he readies himself to leave is forever preserved. Sadly, this is the only evidence we have that astronaut Emerson Butler ever existed and was lost in time forever.